Hey people, my name is Jan Kinchel and I'm the newest addition to Roberto Q. Ingram's Decisive Family. I'm coming from Croatia, representing Cycle Zagreb and you're listening to the mix I recorded specially for Decisive Podcast. Hello everyone, welcome back. Glad you could be here with me for another Decisive Podcast series. It's February the 25th. Yeah, last week was Valentine's Day and looks like spring is upon us look like we're in a good mood getting a little bit more unrestricted access to the universe to your city to your community to your nature to your friends um let's try to stay safe as we uh, open up our hearts and souls to the next level hopefully we appreciate what we have been faced with and and learn to uh yeah connect a little bit better with uh our friends and family today we talk about house music with jan kinchel from zagreb he is our newest member of the decisive crew yeah he never seems to back down nor does he sacrifice quantity for quality his classic house music sound grabs you by the soul right away and usually for adult dancing and listening pleasures we will listen to his way of life and how he see things from an artist standpoint but before we do that i want to talk to you about connection yeah if you want to know more about the decisive series decisive podcasts and radio decisive strings please check us out on instagram and also don't forget our youtube channel be sure to head over to our facebook group and chat with us and You're welcome to post any cool, relevant information about DJ culture, underground music culture, and quality music. Yeah. Try not to spam, all right? We don't need that. Um, we try to keep a positive vibe and try to uplift instead of downplay. Um, we try to cater to all diverse cultural backgrounds. Yeah. You know, Roberto, I've been doing this for 10 years and I try to keep it real. That was a saying I have to quote. It's not, don't get it right, keep it real. Less focus on getting it right, but more focus on keeping it real. And that's exactly what I try to do for the Decisive Series. With that said, let's get on with the interview with my guest and music extraordinaire, Jan Kinjel. Jan, uh, Mr. Zagreb born, how you feeling today? How's it going? What's up? Man, I'm great, I'm great, and this week has been, it's been good to me in numerous ways, and um, uh, creatively speaking, I, I'm just working on a remix for, uh, I think you might know him as well, Eddie Ramic. You know the guy? Eddie Ramage, no, I have not. Is this a, is this a, uh, the remix of this extended, extended? Yes, yes, yes. But but cool thing is, um, he he has this it. collaboration track with Roman Rauch. What is it called? This song. Um, do it over again. Okay. Do it over again, and the song features the vocalist uh, Pete Joseph. He did some drum and bass stuff back in the day. He just released wow. an album for Sonar Collective. So the, the three of them made this track, which is coming out on Sonar Collective, and I've been working on the remix for a while now, but not on this particular remix. I did like four versions, which I all trashed. 
And um, the one I heard on Instagram, the one I heard on Instagram is fat. Ah, that's the one from that's the one from two days ago, something like that. And yeah, yeah. Now I'm finally like, yes, I nailed it. This is the the thing I want to go with. So yeah, that that's the that's the thing. I'm and I'm very happy with how it kind of um, how it came formed out. itself. Let's say. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's an extended uh, clubhouse dub version. You say, huh? Yeah. Or yeah. how long is yeah, it? Yeah. Eight minutes. <laughs> that, that's Jan, people. Jan like Jan like tracks that that last forever and ever and ever. Uh, Man, you know, eight eight is my favorite number. It's also like the the best shape, uh, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So all the tracks underneath eight minutes. Mm-hmm. So you can tell a story. Uh huh. So you think? But but, the, but but sorry, but the, 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 like to 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 get back to oh, the, to the track. The thing is. They did this really nice uh, original. Original is a very well-made kind of a boogie-influenced house song. It has, a, it has in a way a pop structure with vocals. You know, Pete has a couple of verses, has uh, has a wonderful chorus. Okay. So it's a very well-defined and, and very song-based. Yeah, very song-based. And then when I was doing a remix. I first explored a couple of uh, directions which were also more arranged than 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 what I usually do, and then in the end it, it all boiled down to I was listening to it and I was trying to see like would I buy it, and then all, all, all the while uh, while I was listening to it I was thinking like yeah but it's too much of this, too much of that, and I was like you know too much of what. Like too much of changes, too much of oh, too much arrangement, too much this, and then I was like, you know, fuck it, let's let's put that to the bin and let's go from the beginning and make something which is, you know, like you can make a good track, but then to make a good track which will be first on the mind of a DJ while he's playing, you know, the track which you play and you're like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that on and the club's gonna explode. It wasn't this type of track. It was, you know, it was nice, well done, blah blah blah. But I wanted something which will be like a club banger, like 3 a.m. But to have enough, you know, like soulful stuff, soulful content music, nice keys, nice stuff. But to be straight for the DJs, like I wanted it banging. And when I told that to Eddie, he was like, "No, man, but the previous version was really good. Uh, he really liked it, but I think he's gonna be." Um, down for the ride mm-hmm. in this one as well. And what what elements changed that for you? Um, almost all. I think the only thing I took from the original uh, in this version is the vocal, but just a short rhythmical snippet, like mm-hmm. uh, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, 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 uh. So that's the only thing from the original. I read it everything else. Mm-hmm. Okay. You said that you got rid of all the other versions. Um, and so, what what did you change? What what, what 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 are you happy with now? What what were the what were the specific changes that you made? Uh, so the, the, the specific changes were um, I know, for instance, I just I go uh, by my example. Like I like those kind of songs which um, have a certain mood, and the mood is um, let's say solid throughout the song. Mm-hmm. Let me just see something is, is this ah my phone is an alarm. Okay, stop. Um, I like it. When, when let's say you 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 feel there's a there's a feeling, mm-hmm. you find the feeling, and then like as a DJ, like let me have that feeling for six, seven, eight minutes, and let me do what I need to do with that particular feeling. Like, okay. Don't mm-hmm. force me to follow your arrangement. Don't force me to do whatever. Just let me do what the DJ does. Mm-hmm. 
And following that logic, I wanted to make a song which kind of is made in that vein, like for the DJs, mm-hmm. um, but to still keep a certain amount of, you know, musicality mm-hmm. uh, in it in a way which is hardest for me and it's like have enough musicality but don't um you know don't how do you say when you overdo you step, it yeah don't overdo it don't step on 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 the toes of you know of flow mm-hmm. of, of movement mm-hmm. and so you what are you using like 16 bar changes or 32 bar changes and then 32 no 16 16 bar 16, 16 bar okay, yeah good. 16 right, bar good. and it's like let's say okay so if we are talking about specifics it's you know 16 bars and you have like two modes of a track and you mm-hmm. go back and forth mm-hmm. with some like small incremental changes and then i think after third or Bridge. fourth minute there's a little road solo a little moment which just Bridge, huh? just slightly expands you know the the thing a little bit mm-hmm. Um, and then we go back to back to the original mood, and it just it, it keeps going, and it's very kind of a heavy, you know, heavy distorted kick drums, distorted uh, percussions. I really I really like how it sounds. Now. When when is it due to be released? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think I need to submit my version. I know uh, Shuya from Kyoto Jazz Massive. Wow. Uh, he did the version. <laughs> Uh, and also what, what helped me do this thing as I did it was uh, when Eddie sent me Shuya's version and Shuya, you know, Shuya is, uh, he's an amazing musician. He really he, is. Right? Like, he really is. top of the class. Um, and he did a very arranged, very musical, very, like, very, very musical version. And when I heard that, I was like, Cool. So I think I have the freedom to kind of go completely the other way around because then the the, the record will have very balance, good balance. Yeah, it's a good balance. So yeah. I think I think this this was a good. And I mean, you feel it. You know yourself. I mean, and you, yeah, and if it's for the DJ, yeah, it's a, it has to work for the for the DJ. So. And I, I think it's um it's it's a too much lost, music. Too, too much, much yeah, music could yeah, be yeah. dangerous. Yeah, it's it's a lost art. I think I'm I'm kind of missing a lot of those, you know, four track records, which you know you have four tracks. All of them are kind of fairly simple. They are well done. They sound great. They have a really well thought of moment or loop which is happening, and it allows you to do many interesting and creative things as a DJ, mm-hmm. which is very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, Uh, so uh, I hear, I understand, and actually I saw some pictures of you in the studio getting a tattoo again, huh? Yes, yes. Are yes, you a tattoo yes. freak, or you get many tattoos like once a year, every two years, or are you just just a Look, hobby of yours? I'm new to the game. This is my oh, first really? tattoo. This okay. is my first tattoo, and it's something I wanted to do for a while. It's a it's a tree from from Jeff Mills's um, Cycle 30. Um, ah, vinyl, right. And oh, that's awesome. It's it's real and it's really nice. It's it's kind of drawn in a very specific, you know, Jeff Mills artwork. Every dog has its day kind of style. That's that's and, my that's I love right? that compilation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, every, have you seen how many new editions uh, he released this this year? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm following. I, I get all of them. I have I have I have all of them. And eleven, twelve, something and, like that. So let me see it. The tattoo? Let me show you it. Well, oh yeah, okay, yeah. And what do those trees? What do those trees represent? I don't know. I don't you know. To, you really have to find out because it might be some. It might be some luck if 
green means money. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I but, don't know. But you know what? Um, I tomorrow morning, no, Monday morning, I need to get it just, you know, filled a couple of things uh, inside mm -hmm. to, to do some shadings. And after that's, you know, peeled and healed, I'm going to send it to uh, to Jeff just to ask, okay, so what was the what was the story behind the tree? I know the story behind mm -hmm. the record and behind the concept, awesome. which is very nice, but I'm having a hard time um, like reconciling the concept and the tree so I, I hopefully he'll have some I mean, I'm sure he's, he's gonna have some like 15 pages long insight you, I know uh, yeah Jeff, short, short, pages, Jeff short. Mill writes books when you ask <laughs> when you have them to describe something right But isn't it, isn't it like it's super enjoyable to talk to him because you, you ask him something, he takes a little pause to think about what you ask him and mm, then he mm. replies in, in depth, but very, uh, very wow. clearly, very precise, wow. very articulate. I'm bad at this. I have very little patience for length and uh, and such uh, describing things. And um, But uh, yeah, he, he's really thorough, very thorough yeah. and committed. To uh, to the art and to his work um, since since I was young, I mean really young. So and he's still keeping the same moniker through his through his whole career. Is he a, is he a good inspiration to you? Number one inspiration. Yeah. Number one. How, he must how so? be very like number one. Uh, Jeff was probably like his lifelike album might be the first techno thing I heard in my life. Mm. Um, I was very young. I remember it was kind of odd. I couldn't pinpoint what I precisely feel about it. Mm. Because it, the, 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 that whole, it's a compilation actually, but it's so odd, the tracks like Contra to Mallorca, then uh, Global Factor. It was very strange combination of sounds, arrangements. Mm. I, mm. I couldn't wrap my head around it. Right. I didn't like it, but I didn't dislike it. It intrigued me and Uh, then subsequently, you know, I, I discovered everything else he's doing and, and at this point it's just ridiculous. The amount of stuff, the quality of stuff, the way he does things, uh, the way he, he talks, he does interviews, it's just, um, it's an incredible body of, of, of work. It's a, it's a legacy and unparalleled, I think, in, in, in our music. Some people say he's an alien. He is. He doesn't sleep. <laughs> That dude doesn't sleep. He doesn't sleep. He's an alien. 100%. What I find amazing is that he's taking the COVID downtime and just ran with it. He's doing so many different um, things uh, where he was mostly releasing on Axis and kind of like this was his personal domain. He has opened it up to a few great artists as well. Um, and they're still, he's still adding on and uh, some legends and then some uh, guys that's been around for, for, uh, for a while. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm, really, I'm really glad to see that he is, he's living his dream, so to speak. Or? Actually, I think, you know, at this point and this 2020, he might as well be living his hell because check this out. He's a dude who plays three or four gigs a week, um, you know, banging out techno in front of 10,000 people. He does, he's been doing that for 20-something, 30 years. With that, he makes music for video, for movies, soundtracks. Some of, the, some of it he releases, some of it is just for fun. He does numerous art projects. He has a fusion jazz band. He does this, he does that. He probably sleeps 
one hour per, per, per day. And then you ground that kind of guy for a year. So I think he might be glitching. Like, I haven't had that much sleep since I was 14. I think mm. he might be in a different zone now. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, he's, he's, I, I, bet he's, I bet he's more focused. No, I'm joking. I'm joking, of course. Yeah, I know. But, but yeah, I, he, but I, but he must be enjoying more, it. Because. I mean, and he's 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 sharing the love. He's spreading the love. He's he's supporting um, other artists and producers. Um, and they, I'm sure that some of the ones he, he's invited um, on his label um, have um, have kind of structured their sound towards the. Yeah. The, the label or yeah yeah definitely they Some... definitely have definitely he's he's influenced a whole huge branch of techno it's like completely his language let me see who who who, who has he invited that I would have never expected to be on this uh, label uh, let's see who was a who's the latest release here okay uh, the, let's say something which is uh, like a oddball Sound-wise, Demi, Demi, Demi Anglis, he had uh, Echelon, he has uh, Mike uh, Storm, uh, DVS1. DVS1 is is very in in vain, in, in like in in the sound. Right, definitely. It, it makes sense, yeah. Rod 20, he had Jonas Jonas Cop. Definitely, I mean Jonas is might not be 100. Uh, fitting with most of the stuff he did when I was following him uh, at a certain point in time, but I know a lot of the stuff is like uh, uh, has some tangents touching on what Jeff well, does. So, yeah, I mean, my, I, I think he's just a, he's just talented, and I think he's quite versatile. So I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't pigeonhole him. Um, Byron, Byron, the uh, the Aquarius. Byron Aquarius. That's, <laughs> that, that might be that might be the most. Uh, Jesus Christ. The, the, the most distant sound-wise uh, track for Axis, like for Axis in particular, but maybe not so if you count the Spiral Deluxe um, album and and all that. So so Jeff definitely went much more into into kind of jazz house. Thank thing. you. But if you if you pay attention, if you pay attention, his every dog has his day was pretty jazzy. Yeah. Yeah. And if you yeah. um, and and this. This Byron the Aquarius, he's his keyboard skills is un freaking believable. Yeah, yeah. Um, By and Byron is a very cool dude. He's yeah, a super yeah. awesome dude. Yeah. And there's this flute player, Rashida Ali. She's also from Atlanta. Like that girl is she's killing it. On the whole record, she's killing it. I met him, I met Byron at uh ADE two years, three years ago. And I was at I, a I was yeah, I was he, at I was at a conference uh, at a talk where he was speaking and talking about um, and showing us how he works and how he creates his uh, uh, keyboard lines and stuff. It just absolutely amazing. Was that was that about the time when he released that High Life EP uh, on Sound Signature? It was right. I'm really not sure. To I be think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think that was around the time he he did that, and then he had this amazing. Uh, um, uh, for the dude from Detroit, also um, Kyle Hall. Kyle, oh yeah, Kyle Hall, right? Mm -hmm. He had he had a record for his label, which was like really good. Um, 
And you said Theo, yeah, no. I'm sorry. And you said Theo Parrish is also in quite a major influence on you, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took it took it took a while uh, to, for me to um, totally get into what he's doing. I mean, it's been uh, uh, it's been ages now at this point. But you know, I did start with Jeff, and and techno was kind of this Detroit sound was was something I was uh, at first uh, connected with. But but Theo Theo is uh, also like one of the guys who completely defined his own language. Uh, sure did. I remember. Yeah, um, and I remember first time, uh, also ages ago at this point, but I first time I saw him DJ, and it was about the time when I was pre getting pretty bored with most of the DJs I heard, with most of the approaches of, or like, mostly DJing as I would experience it uh, outside. I was getting supremely bored with it. Um, and I, then I heard him DJ, I saw him live, and I was like... Phew. Wow, like you can do it like that, it's allowed, it's like, okay, cool, and it completely kind of reinvigorated my, uh, like, passion for, for DJing, it, it totally flipped a switch in my brain, and I've been enjoying DJing ever since, uh, ever since that point, I've been enjoying my own DJing much more than I ever have. <laughs> Did he influence you to go out and buy this new rotary mixer? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> actually, it was my, it was my my my, my partner uh, in crime, Matija Duic. Um, but like to be honest, I was hating on 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 uh, rotor mixers for a while. My good friend had that same ENS that Theo uh, used oh, to carry yeah, okay. gigs. Yeah. And uh, I was a deep deep uh, Zone 92 uh, fan. I mean, it's a great Me mixer too. if you if you. If, you, if you're objective, it's a really like workhorse mixer. It is. And and for years I was like, rotary, they're cool, but, 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 but. And then at some point I kind of, again, some flip, uh, some switch flipped in my head. I stopped EQing at all. Like I don't EQ when I mix at all. I don't use fill, I like nothing, just, just faders. Uh, because I was listening to this old uh, Ron Hardy mixtape, like 89, 88, something like very old. It's like horrible, horribly recorded. And I was listening to the mixtape and it was, I got curious about the way uh, in which his songs connect to one another, even though they were very different, but it was gelling in some weird way. And I was listening on, on my headphones. And I couldn't decipher what, like what it was. How can and his mixing is very raw, very rough, very very sloppy. And then I realized like he's not EQing anything. He's just he's just doing what he does with volumes. And then I started experimenting with just that, just that. Not you know like you you uh, you can increase the volume of a track which is going inside the mix mm -hmm. with having the low end mm -hmm. off. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of mm -hmm. switch the, mm -hmm. the low ends. Mm -hmm. That, like, I was used to doing it like that. But that has a very abrupt impact on the music, and it can be very flow killing, and and, and, and it can be kind of weird. If you don't do it, if you do it just like with with careful limiting or with careful leveling, I, I learned that you can do much more kind of natural sounding mixes, and and the mixes are more forgiving if the music is different, I don't know, at least in my mind, you know. So 
When I started doing that, I kind of slowly fell in love with the rotary mixers because because of the level of detail and the level of, of kind of maneuverism they my, offer in that domain. My experience with them have been, well, if you have a mixer and you have those parameters, you use them. And um, I think that if you're skilled enough and you're putting the right materials together, um, you can't mix the same all the time when you're because I like to I like to EQ things in and out because I know I'm making things work that has a creative process that only can happen this way of course. that way or that way and you don't sound you don't feel and sound the same way and you're not just playing other people's records anymore you're creating a another type of story with their sound so that is uh, some people are more selectors I, be, uh, I understand that um, um, and then there's uh, some people that are mixing two and three three tracks at, <laughs> together once and I don't believe that's possible to have all of these kind of uh, uh, well obviously it's always the tools that you're having uh, mixed together that's 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 goes without saying but yeah um, it's amazing how many different ways you can <laughs> you know express yourself let's say And all are correct. If it sounds good, yeah, yeah, yeah. the way which you use is correct. What rotary, what rotary did you buy? Bozak. Bozak. <laughs> They were quite expensive. That was like two grand, though, right? Mm, yes. Something like this. Okay. Yes. You got it Basically, like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> despite, the, uh, despite the absence uh, of your partner, you know, in the production front, um... You seem to be still unstoppable. <laughs> nice one, man. How even even faster. Even yeah. faster. Oh, yeah? How's he doing, anyway? Good, good, good. He's working on his own things uh, uh, aside, uh, working on the jazz album. So everything is working, is working uh, perfectly in that regard. But I think he also, like, he, 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 he could have used this break from mm -hmm. electronic music because this is also not the natural habitat for him. So I think it's okay to, to give it a little bit of rest uh, and kind of focus on jazz, jazz, and I'm still swimming in my natural habitat and it's just going... <laughs> <laughs> That, I mean, I'm happy for you, man. You seem, you seem to be really quite motivated and, 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 and um, energized and um, the material that you're... Uh, that you, your vibe and your your uh, your taste is quite um, pretty high level shit because um, um, I the musicianship that you like to use is uh, I used to call it uh, musicians like to overplay music sometimes and uh, um, some of the some of the stuff that uh, I've experienced since the downtime has been very quite musical too as well. Um, Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's very exciting to see that um, you are very, and some of the some of the the labels that you work with, um, and some of the people that you're dealing with, these are these are really great musicians, and uh, they you know they they're second, some of them are second to none. That's I'm I'm happy for you on that front. Um, um, I know we discussed um, your studio business um, in the last interview, um, but um, time is going forward, of course. Um, and um, are the clients still keeping you busy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just uh, finished one really interesting thing uh, this week, which is a 
part of the reason why I'm very happy with how this whole week uh, evolved is, uh, I mean, I told you I do like various stuff in the studio. One of the most interesting, um, let's say, novelties since the, the, this year, or the, the, let's say maybe even the year before 2020 was uh, those audio logos. Uh, okay. which are like, I don't know, you know the T-Mobile. Right, right. Which is a very kind of simple thing, suitable to their brand, of course. But uh, I learned that um, if when you design a sound logo for someone, it's like a three, four or five seconds long, like a little diamond, like a little capsule mm-hmm. of, of, of context and of mm-hmm. feeling and of message, which really can help Uh, to communicate what the brand is about. So I find uh, it's very enjoyable for me to work on these little kind of little artifacts. How cool is um, that? And, and good I client, finished, good client. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and just now I finished, there are these two girls in Zagreb, from Zagreb. They're called, their company is called Shamai Green. It's called, uh, it's, it means um, the Green Sisters. And mm-hmm. what they do, I think, you've, have you seen those uh, like... Um, plant terrariums like uh, oh yeah but the way they do it is on the highest level I've ever seen oh really okay yeah and and we we I've I've known them for years and we kind of got in touch uh, about me doing a sound logo for them Uh, so the idea was to kind of in five seconds to kind of showcase and actually to to put the feeling of a green damp jungle Uh, full of life in your head in five seconds mm-hmm. and to kind of top it off with a certain kind of glass shimmer kind mm-hmm. of feel and and it's very interesting it was very interesting to work on that and they loved it they loved the result uh, which which you know you know how when you work on something and you really love it but it's it's a client work it's for client work and when when the client when your enthusiasm gets matched with the client's enthusiasm it's a very rewarding feeling oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. So. and a good paycheck yes, yeah <laughs> hopefully yeah. hopefully yeah yeah and and we we even like but the good thing about these two girls is they're very kind of open to ideas so not the next thing we're go- uh, thing which we're going to do is they uh they have this new space which is going to be like a store slash uh, showcase space mm-hmm. which is going to be full of terrariums and plants and like a little jungle mm-hmm. so we're going to do um, going to put little speakers in four corners behind the behind the plants and you're going to get the feeling like when you enter the the, the room you're going to have a feeling of animals walking around exactly. you like jungle mm-hmm. sound mm-hmm. you're going to like push the concept a little bit further so like you know when when you balance creative um, uh, endeavors in mm-hmm. the studio mm-hmm. which are your own music mm-hmm. such, such as what, what you do also it's uh, like all the roads are open all directions are open and it's interesting and fulfilling in one regard but it can be at some point for me it's good to balance it out with something where you have very strict boundaries and when you have somebody saying look I would like this, 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 and this satisfied. Let's see what you can think of within those those lines. And mm-hmm. uh, it's like a problem-solving, troubleshooting process, and, and, and the other part of the brain kind of gets more... So sound uh, design. Yeah, and okay. it's very... I love it. And, you know, mm-hmm. once you, you, you finish a project like that, boom, I'm back in the... St- like, I, I finished the remix the same day when I submitted 
when they called me, they're like, look, we love this, this is awesome, we're gonna, we're gonna go with this. Later that day, I finished the remix for Eddie and Roman. Very and, good. Uh, Just the opposite of my last week. <laughs> it was horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, but you had the disasters. <laughs> Not only that, it's crazy. Some things you just cannot control in the universe. <laughs> and uh, it happened to me last week. Not only the not not only this stupid uh, crash, but uh, anyway, what other types of services do your studio provide? Um, full mixing. Okay. Like full mixing services. Uh, then various smaller stuff like uh, like. Podcast uh, recording, uh, mixing, uh, editing, uh, then uh, the more more creative stuff like like audio logos, mm -hmm. then like complete audio, um, how do you say like audio kit, like sound kit for various you know websites, okay. apps, games, whatever. Nice. I need to take a look at some of that. Maybe I need to. Maybe we need to work on something together. Um, yeah, no, uh, definitely. Tell me something. Um, tell us about this invite that you had for Serial uh, Music Talks Community Meetup. What is that about? Ah, uh, yes, it was... Um, so, Serial Booking Agency is actually a booking agency I'm a part of. Um, okay. Lucia, Lucia Ivšić is uh, the main booker and she's the, the main lady behind Serial. She's originally from Zagreb, okay. but has uh, moved to New Zealand. No, to Australia. Australia, yes. Mm -hmm. Um like a little bit under two years ago uh, and so since the whole uh, COVID situation happened she needed to find some different uh, venues to explore uh, her musical activities mm -hmm. and this music talks was one of, one of those venues and I was um, I was very very happy to be invited to participate in the second one um, which was the topic was I think creativity o over overcoming the creativity block or something like yes that? yes yes and and uh, the other two guests uh, uh, I think it's uh, Zorana I'm pretty sure yeah it's Zorana uh, she's a Croatian born but living in the States for a long time a researcher for Ye on Yale Uh, so she's a big shot. Let me just see. I think she, her name is Zorana, and I hate to, to. Mm -hmm. I understand. Miss. Uh, yes, yes. Zorana Ivčević uh, Pringle uh, from Yale. Um, she's uh, she wrote a number of articles on on the topic, and she's close to finishing a book on the topic. So she was, let's say, from the a guest from the academic. Um, educational uh, mm -hmm. corner, then uh, I think Elite Tesh, I think it's the way his name is pronounced. He's uh, also he's uh, born in the States, he's like a USA dude. I think he's a guitar player in the band called Algiers. Mm -hmm. It's a let's say electro rock band. It reminds me, their sound reminds me a lot uh, of couple of last Depeche Mode albums. Mm. It's very much in that in that regard. So and, and Lucia was moderating the panel. So it was a very interesting uh, discussion on, on you know various situations which which happen and various kind of um, mental obstacles which can happen in periods like this. And it was very inspiring, uh, one thing. And the second thing, which was a very, very kind of interesting revelation for me mm -hmm. was um, 
I realized that I don't necessarily... Okay, of course, we all miss people. Like, we all miss people. But right. I don't maybe miss people per se. <laughs> I miss people with whom you are able to communicate on a certain level. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And, and this conversation was at a le- level which was very inspiring. And it was very kind of... You know, when you, like, when you talk to people who know their shit, it's, it's a different kind of conversation. Uh, yeah, and yeah, you don't you don't need to dump it down. It's it's like it's just it's flowing, and you're learning throughout the whole process. You're just learning and intaking, and this this hour was you know one of those hours. And then I realized like wow, I really miss you know maybe going somewhere for a gig, then meeting maybe one person with with whom you can you can discuss something like that, and yeah. kind of feeling energized because of some conclusions uh, that person might. I bring to you it's awesome cool man mm-hmm. awesome okay hey, um, another th- so that was overcoming creative block mm-hmm. huh. Huh. how do you overcome a creative block I don't have them like to be honest I don't have them but I don't have them for one reason and it's that means um, you're a fucking ingenious no 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 and not that means I have a awesome team of people with me okay right on that's and and I you know right it would on. be uh, it well, would that's be, cool yeah it would be a lie to say anything else but have a dope team of people you want to give a shout out you want to give a shout out to those who, who uh, yeah these? Igor Fabris my first one uh, uh, Sam uh, my man Ish Ishfeg um, then uh, nice um, Mr. Dirty Harry Matt Ovchar I'm, I'm I'm deliberately using his uh, Dirty creation middle name Uh, but his full name is Matt Davis so definitely him uh, uh, then uh, nice my, my mind blocked uh, man it's yeah it's it's a lot of a lot of people and you know all of them have specific spil- skill sets and mm-hmm. for instance Ish helped me on this remix with uh, with Eddie mm-hmm. and nice. uh, I sent him like look man I got this uh, I'm kind of thinking something in, in, in this vein this 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 what do you think He would send me a couple of ideas back, then I would chop them up, like massacre them, nice. do something with it. So I, I, I really don't believe that you can uh, hit Zvonimir uh, Bajevic, uh, of course. He's like he's an amazing dude. Like I've been working with him extensively since beginning of summer. Like that dude is next level. Yeah, but what, what I wanted to say was uh, I don't think you can hit a creative block if If you work like that, you know, I admit I, that there are some things which I can do really well. There are some things which um, I cannot, but then I know what to do with the materials I get. I know I know what to ask. I know how okay. to articulate what okay. I need. And then when I get it, All I right. know how to use it. So, uh, yeah, okay. I, I rely heavily okay. on my team of people. It's uh, okay. their goal. Well, that's good that you have that confidence. I mean, you know, and that takes practice skills and knowledge yeah. and and you know and communication yeah communication. Commu- and, and communication um off topic what annoys you or pissed you off lately um lately well i have had this incident maybe around the summer it was it was not not being professional mm. like when somebody is not being professional and that, that like that annoys me to hell i can Like I can turn into the worst version of me when someone is like blatantly um, being unprofessional mm-hmm. 
Like it's it just pff, it okay. triggers something in my mind. Wow. Okay. I have, I've had those moments. <laughs> I, I can imagine because you you're a very organized guy, and I and I respect that uh, uh, immensely. And when you're very organized and you respect other people's time, when you don't get the respect back, it's it's very frustrating, right? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, you you get these moments where um, you just have to understand that um, no matter how professional you are, you how you tackle situations and how you deal with other people, like you say, respecting other people's time. Artists sometimes can be annoying. <laughs> um, they uh, everyone feels like they um, just know it and it's yeah. like this and don't you know really I'd learned that doing the podcast and I've had to kind of uh, re-enter re I said this I had to adjust how I uh, relate what I want and what I need from them so that it doesn't turn into some kind of challenge between tastes and, and you style. do it very well you do it very you well you know what I'm saying But uh, but for me, that has been a game changer for me personally because I'm not very patient. So I had to learn how to be patient, and um, and that with with that has come benefits, and some of that has also been a kind of a you. I'm being a bit too nice sometimes, and sometimes you can't do that, and sometimes you have to just put your foot down and put you know yeah, and cut the shit you know. So uh, and um, yeah, uh, just uh, I've learned that a lot about myself, and so uh, I, I do I do get what you're saying. Um, what excites you besides music? What excites me? Um, Sex, drugs, rock and roll. Um, your best friend, your wife. All kids. that business, all that is business Ooh. as usual. I think you know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm joking. Uh, uh, Lately, uh, I don't know, man. Besides music, I I enjoy reading books. Okay. That's been a passion of, of mine for for as long as I can remember. So that's like a very something I I, I deeply enjoy. But I don't know. I I'm very boring in that regard. Like a lot of because if if I would if I would name anything which makes me very uh, 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 happy or excites me a lot, you could you could kind of trace back to music in some regard i think mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it would be an un unfair thing to <laughs> so to, books to say. yeah books, books. What, what would you say would be your favorite read um if i can one of the one of the favorite reads is definitely brave new world huxley's book okay it's it's just uh, like prophetic also something which my girl gave me uh, a couple of months ago um, what's his first name you know the Harari dude no uh, um, I read his first book which was Homo Homo Sapiens I think uh -huh. the second one which I'm reading right now is like 20 21 questions for the 21st century and I think Homo Deus is the third one I read you know I read, you know I read, yeah, I read because I have to. I don't read because it's a pleasure <laughs> all the time. It's a pleasure, man. But this guy, like, check, check, check Harari out. He, the, the dude is, like, he has a very, a very, um, how do you say, very precise and cohesive way of connecting a lot of uh, contemporary situations. Okay. Socio-economical, uh, mm. and then in, in, in technology. And it's, 
like a very interesting perspective. The guy.、Mm. I mean, it's not without reason that his book, like Obama, put his books in his, you know, top ten books of a certain year. I, I can't remember which. But you know, the guy, the guy is really has a good way with you know, explaining. My my lady says been Obama's new book. <laughs> I just hey, I want to read that. Yeah, I want to read that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, my last question, because I know we we last time we got lengthy on the uh, on the uh, on the interview, so we'll cut it a bit short.、Um, what did you What did you have in mind with the mix、um, with this episode of the Decisive Podcast series?、Um, did you have a certain texture or certain feeling that you were you wanted to、um, express? Yes, I wanted to have. Some really nice, like vocals, like deep vocals. I wanted to have some like voices which I enjoy hearing, and I remember one of those. The first track on the mix is Byron the Aquarius,、uh, "Timeless," and it's actually his own voice, and it reminds me so much of the, you know, the 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 ninety. Like for me, the the best of the nineties house stuff, like some sh-、uh, like New York house stuff. Some shelter stuff,、um, uh, Blaze, some、mm-hmm. really nice Blaze productions.、Mm-hmm. So his vocal is very much in, in, in that regard.、Uh, then I,、uh, I I played a remix from Joe Clozel, but it's、um, Kutma something. There's this female vocalist.、Uh, the track is titled "I Will Be There." Kutma Sadik, something like that. I will be there. Beautiful vocal. Then I remember playing Omar the,、uh, Benefit、mm-hmm. uh, Alton Miller remix, which is also、mm-hmm. like, come on, man! Like, <laughs> when you when you're selecting these vocal tracks, do you feel like they are sending the message of 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 something that you're feeling or something? That- yeah, 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 yeah,、uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially with these ones,、uh, I kind of had some certain things in in my mind. So I chose the tracks which kind of are maybe in the broad line with with、uh, with the idea,、um, and to kind of finish it off, I think I I did. Yeah, I played George Benson's uh, uh, "World Is a Ghetto." Ah,、uh, the world is a ghetto. Ghetto, the, man, and those strings in the beginning is just wow. It's it's like melting. So yeah, for this one it was.、Um, let me put some vocals with、uh, with a certain meaning into it, and let's see if if、um, someone's gonna catch on to that and, and listen to、joke. the words. Yeah. Did you use the Bozak? 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 It, it still didn't come. It's still, it's not, it's still, still not here. Still not. No, no. Okay.、Right. No. <laughs> well, with that said, man, it's been great to talk to you again, and、uh, it's always、uh, very interesting with you.、Um, we seem to get we get a few topics in there with、uh, things that in which we both share or、um, uh, are both passionate about. That's music and technology, and the and the process. So that's pretty that's pretty nice.、Um, and、uh, yeah, I wish you a great day, a great time, and thank you again for being with us. Thank you, my man. I wish you good rest of the weekend, and I wish you safe backups.、Um, oh yeah, I'm I'm safe now, buddy. Shout out to all the listeners.、Uh, keep listening to Decisive, and、uh, that's it, my man. Until next time. Right on.
that is life. I will be there in the glimmer of the stars amidst the darkest of night. I will be the beam of light that shows forth the spectrum's array. I will be the sun as it rises on the dawn of the new day. I will be there where the greatest of all there is exists. The perfect reflection of pureness, a complete element of bliss. I will be there.
Thank you.